0: Book your New Jersey summer getaway now. Go for sunshine vibes and beach and boardwalk fun. Discover parks, forests, and family attractions, distinctive dining, and inspiring art, history, and culture. Stay in an urban oasis, an Oceanside Inn, or other unique accommodations. Boost your mood in New Jersey's feel-great destinations. Create your escape at visitnj.org slash book Hello and welcome to another episode of Get Out of Rap. Today I'm in London and it's a first for Get Out of Rap because we are recording as a group. So this is going to be fun. Uh, I'm in London. A week ago today, 1,300 people gathered at Evolution in Battersea Park to celebrate the biggest awards ceremony the customer contact industry has ever seen. Now this is the European Contact Centre and Customer Service Awards. And from here on in... Instead of saying the European Contact Centre and Customer Service Awards, I'm going to use the acronym that all 1,300 people and more use, which is the X's. The X's are now in their 19th year. It's the longest-running, most credible awards program in Europe. Um, 24 countries have entered and attended the awards, and I'm very lucky enough to be joined by three of the most integral people Responsible for putting together not just the awards night, but the whole the whole judging process. So, um, I am here today with Anne Marie Stag. Now, Anne Marie probably needs no introduction, being the one of the most seminal and well known people in the contact centre industry. Anne Marie is also the exa judging uh, chair of the exa judging panel for the last five years, and also featured on episode seven of uh, Get Out of Rap. Hi Anne Marie. Hi Martin.
1: Thank you for having me back.
0: No problem. Thank you for being here. Um, we're also joined by Lee Hopwood. Now Lee is Marketing and Brand Director for the Exes and has been involved in contact centre marketing since 2003. Hi Lee. Hi Martin. Thank you for being here. No
2: problem.
0: Looking forward to this. And also we are joined by Jackie Pringle. And for the last two years, Jackie has been Head of Operations for the Exes. And that means managing the judging process and looking after the judges um, and organising the awards evening. And prior to that, Jackie has more than 20 years experience in contact centre management roles for the AA and the co-op. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Martin. Thank you all for being here. Um, Does it feel like a week ago that you were preparing for the night?
1: Yeah, yeah, it does, actually. A lot's happened in the last week, I should say. That people are probably now thinking, who's that bloke that's pretending to be Anne Marie? Um, I've lost my voice every year at the awards. <laughs> I lose my voice. Um, I think obviously there's a lot of people to talk to, and you're shouting above a crowd. And, and so last year at the awards, I didn't actually get through the night. Um, at the end of the awards programme, I had no voice whatsoever, and I, Jackie had to get on and do the closing I did, yeah. for me, didn't you? So, all the planning this year, people have been saying, Oh my god, don't lose your voice, don't lose your voice. So, um, this time last week, I was um, sucking strepsils and things like that, and um, about midnight, my voice kind of went again, and I've still not quite recovered. Is that so midnight, midnight. Yeah. But
0: like you just got to the stroke with midnight, yeah. and that was it. So,
1: it's funny because Obviously, there's a lot of planning that goes into the exos, as you can imagine. There's we break it into three. There's a whole bunch of marketing, then we move on to the stage, which is all the judging, and then we have the main the main event. So it's it's a long time
0: uh, in the planning. Where so this time, this time last week, where would you have all been? What would you have been doing?
1: So, this time last week, we were all at the venue, and we were all doing different things. I think that's probably fair to say. Yeah, well, I got
2: there about 10 o'clock. Yeah.
0: Which is, um, what time is it? It's half six. I, our
2: door's open at half past six.
0: So, you're there eight and a half hours beforehand.
2: In a very cold venue. Yeah, it's freezing, it's bright yellow jacket on. <laughs> um, just really, uh, yeah, just making sure that things are, are starting to, to build, all the signage going up. And um, that takes quite a long time to do. Um, but then I was joined in time to have a crew lunch. Yeah, so I got there, didn't I, and um,
3: put on my beautiful fluorescent jacket as well and uh, lay it up. And yeah, and the first thing I think I was doing was just making sure that everything had been delivered, that was going straight to the venue. Um, so the trophies were going straight there and uh, table programmes, table plans, you know every, we have a list of everything that we're expecting and so you know when it when it's one of those it's a little bit out of your control you're you're more on edge um so we literally have a list of you know who's bringing what and what's going by hand and what time it's coming and stuff I think like
1: every that. year there's something isn't it that we panic yeah. over you know it's it's probably no surprise 1300 people yeah in one room um so I think last year the Table plans, we didn't find them until about half six at night. Mm. They'd gone to somewhere else in the building. Mm. This year, it, it was the charity, charity. envelope, so we supported Papyrus, um, which is a small charity, and all of their collect- the collection envelopes, everything, they, they kind of went astray. So we're always really relieved when Jackie says, tick, 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 trophies are here, programmes are here, table plans are here. That's that's the first kind of hurdle, I think, yeah. that we all get over of, oh,
0: Yes. Because I, I guess at this stage it's all it's the logistics, yeah. isn't it? Oh my god, so it's yeah. just a train of non-stop yeah. logistical queries that are starting that are probably been in process for well, when does the planning actually start? When's that all start?
1: Hmm. It doesn't it doesn't finish, yeah. is the truth.
0: It is just ongoing. So
1: so you've you've got three distinct You've got, you know, we market it for a long period of time. The judging takes a long period of time because it's all face-to-face judging. And then there's the event planning. And then you start again. It, it kind of never really stops. Is that fairly?
2: I think so. And, and right now
1: we're going through the feedback phase a week out from,
2: um, a week on from the awards. We're now listening to the feedback. What did we do well? Um, the, the feedback we've had has been amazing. I mean, some of the things that have been said an unforgettable experience really was superb, an amazing experience, a brilliant night, blown away. I mean we've just had some brilliant feedback, which is great. What we tend to look at is okay, what can we do that's a little bit better next year? Where can we can we just um just turn it a little bit a bit more and just to keep upping that experience each time? And it's and I think so going back to the, the start of that day, it might be eight hours out, but it's it's all about preparing for that particular experience on the night. But um, that's only really one part. It's the most obvious part of the process. But the planning, so we're taking the feedback now and um, the planning for the actual judging again and going through the um, awards categories. Amory will pick up again from January. The marketing will start picking up again from, um, I'll start on that again about <coughs> March, April, um, ready to go live around
1: May. Yeah, it's never ending, really. and I think uh, when you talk about feedback, I think also we are really hard on ourselves. Yeah, we definitely yeah. are. So when we talk to the venue and say, right, okay, here is all the feedback we've got, they're like, you must be joking. So really? you know, yeah, the next morning we're like, we've already got what? Did, where were we at
3: checking the next I morning? at nine, me and Anne-Marie had two pages of uh,
2: lessons yeah, to things work. we could do better. Yeah, really? yeah,
3: definitely, <laughs> and. Uh, We laugh because we say, you know, everybody says it's been amazing and we think it's been amazing. We've never been happy with it. And yet we've still got two pages by half past nine. And nobody would know some of the things or seen some of the things. You know, it's a bit like a good wedding, isn't it, or a party. You know what maybe should have happened. And if something didn't quite go like that.
1: We're a bit bit over the top with it, aren't we? In truth, we're all perfectionists. We are obsessed with it. Uh, we care massively. I think yeah. under, underneath it all, we all care. You know, so so when you get the feedback, you know, it's lovely. Um, the social media has been manic. It's been fantastic. Just every day now go on you know, LinkedIn or Twitter or all of those things but you know what, when somebody says oh, oh yeah but you could have done that slightly different, you may as well take a sword and like fall yeah. on it you take <laughs> yeah. it so personally, yeah. I'm not joking, it means but a it lot is, it is because <laughs> we care yeah, and I think yeah.
2: it's, um, and, and it's funny that um, for me I think that, that yes it's having a great experience on the night but it's the recognising how valuable this is to the people that enter um, those that become finalists um, I mean the feedback we've had is that it's, okay we didn't win anything but it was just a brilliant night mm, um, yeah. and, I, and I think therefore it's, I think we all recognise the value that it can have within the contact centre
0: Oh well I love this analogy though about it being a wedding because it's a wedding though where you've, how many categories were there? There's two, two. So, But it's a wedding where you've got more people enter thirty-two brides and grooms. This vested interest—it means something to people. It means something to not just the people that are there at their table. It matters. Yeah, they're representing hundreds, if not thousands, of other people. Yeah. And I guess what's already palpable in this room, and hopefully coming across now, is you feel that responsibility, right? Because you need to get it right. You need to get those parts of it right because there's some. This is this means something to the people that have gone through the whole process. I we think we know great. it. We
1: know it matters. We never underestimate how much it matters to an organisation that's taking part as a nominee or as a finalist because we do this for a living. Mm. You know, we we know how much it means to an organisation to take part and to win. And you know, the loveliest bit of the night, of course, is when you, you're looking at a table, because you know, you know, do you remember right at the back of the room you said to me, I can't remember what number it was, but you yeah, know, yeah. it was giving something back, and you go, hey, they're over there, they're sat there, watch, watch them. What? And, and we were able to just like stand back, knowing that their name was about to be read out, and it was just mm. lovely. I'm going easy now, thinking yeah, about it. Was it was just yeah. lovely. But equally, of course, there's more companies there that don't win yeah. than do win, so yeah. you've got to take the rough with the smooth. So afterwards, in the bar, whenever we just have a few drinks, there's often people going, "Can we have feedback?" And you know, you you got to recognise. The, you know how important it is we do i think we 100% get how important it is to people how much it matters to them
3: last year i remember somebody coming up to me saying jackie our trophy's is the wrong color and i was like what do you mean yeah. and what they meant it was it's silver it's not oh, gold We right. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh gosh, no and then yeah. i realized and it's, was like, like,
1: yeah.
3: and it's quite funny because um you know yeah you know, back to your question, does it feel like a week ago? And it's quite interesting when people do um, email you for whatever reason, like, oh, I hope you're getting a well-earned dress now. Yeah. And I hope you're getting some downtime. Like, no, I haven't stopped because we're, we're getting requests for, you know, can we have feedback? And that feedback comes from whether people have won, why did we win, or if they were silver or bronze and they want to know how do we do better or if they weren't placed and stuff like that. People want to buy... Replica like trophies so they can have them in all the offices. People have lost the coat, you know, all this kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah, it's going hard. To look on, time, I mean, isn't yeah, it? so it, it sort of doesn't
1: it doesn't end there, does it? Yeah, we we have a very short window of downtime. Okay, on that downtime, seventeen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'm <I'd> really <laughs> just given that long. That downtime starts about <clears throat> half twelve. Yeah, so the venue closes at one, and about half twelve. Um, we've waved goodbye to the celebrities. We all jump in the cab and we go back to the hotel. And we're in the bar, um, and it's you know wine and pizzas and chips. Frankly, um, I, I you the last one? No, it was you. You and I were the last ones up at three o'clock. We were, and it's like after the football match. Barrier talking yeah. to that's the only downtime we get for maybe a couple of weeks afterwards, I think.
3: Well, I was telling my family at weekend, I left my hotel bedroom first thing in the morning because um, I went down the night before this year, which was the first time I've done that, because um, I just recognised that in, in, in other years, I think it's important that while, you know, when everybody's travelling at the same time, if the whole team's travelling at the same time, nobody can kind of respond to the emails and, and go into spreadsheets and things if, if, if you need to, and and we love a good spreadsheet. You wouldn't believe how many <laughs> spreadsheets there are behind the exits. And so I'd gone down the night before. And literally from opening my eyes, I didn't stop. You know, and people were saying, kind of, buy extra tickets. and Or oh, I've forgotten to tell you about this nut allergy and, you know, all those kinds of things that, that are going on in the run-up to it. And then it's kind of getting to the venue. And I didn't go back to the hotel. So like Lee said, I think I came over to the venue about 12 o'clock. I literally put my dressing in the toilet in five, <laughs> in five minutes at five past five. Wonder
0: Woman.
3: Yeah, and uh, and it just went like that. It The time just disappeared for me getting there at twelve o'clock to to you know me leaving the venue like Anne-Marie says at half twelve one in the morning. It just it just went and we never stopped, did we? But I, I don't think I looked at my watch. You know, it was just, tiring, but it was it's yeah, great. It is great.
1: Do you know, it's not. You what know, not, you do worry. You, you're anxious, mm. but I think Const- put, constantly anxious. We put so much
2: planning into it, yeah, um, yeah. and and we've now uh, done it at this venue for three years. That um, and it just looks different and amazing each year. Um, but we've learned so much. Our lessons learned every year means that actually the the planning is there. We can start to foresee what might not be going quite right, and we can start to prepare for it better. Obviously, there's always something, some curveball that gets thrown. But um, I think what's really, really
3: sure, reassuring for me is Anne Marie says, "Jackie, something will always go wrong. You know, don't think that everything's going to go to plan because mm. it isn't, and um, and we just need to react. This is an and, exercise
0: in continual improvement, though, isn't it? Absolutely, you've delivered this." Year on year on year on year, Yeah. excellently. Do you feel that kind of responsibility then? I absolutely do. you wear do. it well. You do wear it well.
3: I absolutely do. And uh, it's interesting because on the night, uh, I'm interested in everybody's feedback. I'm interested in people that I've never been before, people, uh, you know, the judges and sponsors, everybody. But the people I really love to hear from other people that have been there the year before and the year before that and how is it versus yeah flashing. was it better yeah it worse yeah. and when people said to me this year it's better it's better than ever before yeah um that just means the world to me and yeah. um, to all of us I speak for all of us and and it's funny because we kind of go so why why what, was it good? why yeah. was yeah. it better yeah. what have we yeah. done differently yeah. um and you know it's hard to put your finger on that sometimes. Well, I think
0: I think you asked me that question because I I, think I you did be, actually. I would be one of those people that would that would say this was the best one yet, and um, and that's from an extremely high standard because I've loved I've loved every single one. But do you? I guess, and you came
3: with high expectations of a great night.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I, well, yeah. I think, and again, that's kind of everyone does, but. Mm-hmm. Right? I wonder how much of it, how do you pick out what's valid to use for next year versus the kind of, um, everyone's got their own individual story, haven't they, as to why it was so good Mm -hmm. and you're there to facilitate that happening? I think we
1: challenge each other quite hard, actually. I think we're quite, we're very hard on ourselves Mm. and I think we challenge each other quite hard. So there's no pussyfooting about how, if something's not quite 100% 100% yeah I think we're, we're, we're quite comfortable saying mm, yeah, I, think, I, I don't think that was quite right yeah. um, and I don't I think because we all care about it so much there's no egos associated with it you'll go yeah fair enough oh my goodness that's yeah we could have done that a bit better but I think this year you know on the lessons learned is something like or one of one of our team didn't get the gluten free sandwiches. That you know, that's as detailed as we're getting. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and I think what's so just, not what's just going through my mm-hmm. mind is: two weeks ago today, we met at the venue for the first time mm-hmm. this year because that's the first time that we see the install, what they call the first install on it. So it's almost like you know when you are in mm-hmm. building work done, at home, it's first fix, isn't it? So two weeks ago, we were there doing first yeah, fix, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Um, and wasn't quite what we wasn't quite what we expected. And, and Anne-Marie has this this look that she can just give you if you think this, 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 something's not quite right. And even but guy, any idea is a good idea. And, and so any idea is a good idea, and there's no such thing as a daft question. We say all these things to ourselves, but but actually, even now the brand guys that we meet there, they 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 you know if they've got a good idea that they think is a good idea, they go. I know this is a bad idea, but... So that if it's not accepted, you know, they come at the back. <laughs> so and
2: like, sometimes <laughs> you go, no, know, it's a really good idea, so, yeah. But I, get I the think, but, I, <laughs> but I think, I, I mean, I'm just looking at uh, one piece of feedback that we've had, um, and it says um, from a very well-known man in the industry, this event is head and shoulders above anything else. It was perfect, in, it impact and it impacted an atmosphere. Continue to push the envelope, and I think that's what we do. We continue to push the envelope. Yeah, um, yeah. We continue to try and push it and look at how we can just keep making it better. But I, I have to say, it's not all about that evening. Mm. It's more than that. The
1: whole experience. It's the this whole experience
2: from the minute that people start yeah. seeing the brand going out there in in May and sign up, register for the for the for the judging, start entering the awards. That for me is is I mean if I say a starting point clearly we're a few
1: months in at that point but yeah. as far as the industry is concerned that's the starting point. I, I think it's underpinned by quite a lot of trust as well. I think people trust us, mm-hmm. um, so they trust us to do a good event. Yeah, it's not your average. We we'll always say it's not your average chicken dinner event. It's a really good awards dinner. Yeah, beef but they chicken. trust us with the integrity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, awards generally I'm talking generally can get a bad name can't they so you hear people going oh how many tables have they got and what are they winning and how much did that award cost them Um, and we're really defensive about that rightly so because we put so much integrity into the process we don't care whether somebody's bought one ticket no tickets or 30 tickets Mm -hmm. Um, the judging process is is really credible and got integrity we've got a lot of judges um, and we have lead judges across the panel across the site visits that we do and I think so many people have been involved in that observed it or been a judge or been on the other side I think they do trust us they do know that if we put somebody on the stage and put a gold trophy in their hand they deserve it
0: I think that's a really good that's a really really good point and actually mm-hmm. lends itself to my comment around why why I thought it was the best one for me is because all the way through the judging process, because you're right, it's very easy for people to be cynical about awards yeah. at this time of year. But to to have been involved, and I was saying to the people on our table, actually, what made it really special is not just the night; it was the standard of entries this year was phenomenal. So they're always they're always good, and there's always standout ones. Just talking from a, from being involved in the in the judging, but this year. At our table, we had people that, you know, across section. Some some knew about the awards. Some were coming at it. There were people that we'd brought in from um, from our team, genuinely asking questions. And oh, what was it like? Yeah. And I said, Do you know what? It was. It's. It, thank God for the process that you have in place to determine who has won, because for so many. There was so many good entries. Yeah, it's it was tough. very, and but I thought that made it really, really special.
2: But I think it's um, really difficult for organisations potentially to realise just how good they are, and um, and I think for them to find the confidence to to stand up and say, Do you know what, let's let's give it a go. I mean, the benefits is yeah. huge, um, but to stand up and give it a go, I mean, Jackie, well, I, yeah, about,
3: I get inquiries really, really early on as soon as we open up. For the nomination window you know people get in touch with me and say sometimes they'll describe an initiative that they're doing because they want help knowing which category does it best fit in or you know people have said to me what what do you think do you think we should enter and does it sound like and I'm like well well let the judges decide you know mm-hmm. throw, throw your entries in like especially when you've got like the early bird we always do an early bird where you know we've three entries for the prize or whatever and so if you
1: you know, nothing it's just
3: to lose. nothing yeah. to lose. Put it in, let the judges decide, and and it was, you know, I know that uh, that that's really helpful to to people, and because I think sometimes
0: does it happen you, every year then that people contact you yeah. quite early on and just pick your brains about? Yeah, it? definitely. Really?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and and, and sometimes, Anne Marie is very good at as the chair of judges when she's going through um, all the nominations. If sometimes there's a the nomination that she thinks fits better in another category, um, she's not afraid to go back to the organisation and say, "You know, we actually think this is better in this category." With your permission, yeah, we did that. With we will, we will, <laughs> we will move it into that category. Yeah, um, and and again, it's just about that um, attention to detail, and, and that's how much we care. We could leave it in that category. And I think but we don't
0: think it would... That's right. I it wouldn't work. Yeah, it's not good fair. Well, that's where the, the organisation benefits from the fact that you have this wide-ranging view yeah. and knowledge of the yeah. of the categories and the awards and the industry, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, sure. it's the
2: knowledge of the industry, I yeah. think. It's, know- it's, it's, it's knowing what um, is being said in an award entry and then knowing actually what else might be in there yeah. um, and and then knowing how that company may well fit better in a in a in another category as well.
0: Can I just take this back one second actually? Because I it's it's naturally easy to get enthusiastic and, and just ask you loads of things. But I just wondered I was really interested in your views on what you've seen change in your involvement over the years from Cause this has been going nine, I get nineteen years. Nineteen years, and there will be still people that are listening that um, don't know. Maybe that maybe they see a lot of stuff on LinkedIn, but they don't actually know about the awards. But from you guys being involved, what what's, what have been some of the standout changes? You talk about this continual improvement, but what has been some of the other?
1: The standout changes. So it's mm, interesting. No, I mean, I can think of a significant one where. When we took these awards over, we changed the profile of the judges. So that was quite a step change because there were, there were a lot of suppliers and consultants that were judges. And um, kind of in my experience, my view was we should get users, senior experienced, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. high-level people who've got, you know, bring good judgment to the process. I think that was... That was definitely a step change.
2: I think coupled with that is the judging process. Mm -hmm. The actual judging process, um, I think, has improved. The calibration aspect that you bring into it, Amory, with the big judges, when you've got so many judges um, judging so many presentations and site visits, the, the paperwork that goes with each judge to make sure that they are asking the same questions and looking for the same things and do as well as doing their own deep dive stuff yes. and bringing that back.
1: yeah it, It's a fine balance to get as well that you're not shining lights in people's eyes and terrifying them <laughs> yeah. because it's a bit like a job interview. If you, know, you can get the candidate to relax... Get the best possible story from them, and if you frighten them, then then you won't. So it's quite a balance. So you, you have got to be careful with the style, the personality of the judges. So you, they're quite unique people, really experienced, professional, good judgment, but I've also got that kind of warmth that allows people to not be too frightened about presenting. We I mean, don't care about people's presentation skills, frankly, and care how good the PowerPoint is. Watch your story, and a good judge will help them. Tell their story and you know probe it and ask the right questions.
3: I think that is it's it's one of the other big things that um, I suppose I get my buzz from really because particularly a panel judging um, and after the visits as well. When I'm hosting panel judging for that three weeks and you're looking after you know eight, nine, ten judges a day, four, five in each room. Um, you know 14 or 16 organizations coming in a day Um, and when the when the finalists come out of the judging room and they come back and I always go over and say how was it and they go the judges were great we got great questions they really knew their stuff they made us feel dead relaxed I love that. Mm, And, you know, you've been at panel judging, Martin, so you know that I really try and look after the judges because I want you to come back year after year after year. And to Marie's point, because we're we're dead, dead lucky, we've got brilliant judges and the finalists love it and it's dead important to us that, again, they have a great experience. I want them to have a great experience from the minute they start looking at our website. When they put that nomination in, we go to a lot of trouble to make sure that the email that they get back... Is personal. It gives them all the information that they need at every stage. You know, the the outcome of the shortlisting, the invites, panel judging, letting them know who the lead judge is if it's a visit, asking for dietary plans. Every stage, we want that to be a lovely experience of personal communication.
2: (laughs) I think that that's um, uh, what the other step changes for me. There's two other step changes. One is that it. On the back of this year, it feels like more of an experience than it maybe was several years ago. The whole process from the judging all the way through. Photo boards, you're a yeah. finalist.
0: There's, there's a lot more things that maybe seem quite innocuous, but actually as part of the bigger picture, they are. It's, it's, it's creating an experience, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and, and for me, the the other big step change is that it truly is European now. Mm. Um, it... it It's always been European, but it hasn't necessarily had a um, large European (coughs) influence outside of the UK. Whereas whereas now it it really is. We've seen it um, um, grow. I mean, last year it was just
1: 19 countries, countries. yeah, 24 this year.
0: It's great though when you're putting (coughs) the flags up on the screen and people are cheering, you can hear the different cheers from around the room. I love that, yeah, Yeah. that was great.
1: And you saw it bizarrely in the charity collection, yeah? You saw dollars going in there, euros going in there. Yeah. My God, yeah, all sorts of denominations. We were trying to <laughs> work them out on that, <laughs> how much money we'd raise. It was like, oh my God, somebody's put hundred dollars in here? Yeah, yeah. So that's you're right. I had to so to say that before here. because when
3: we talk about twenty four countries, um, and I think you, I think you know, we talk about the number of countries that entered and attended. I think there's a lot more attended that we don't know, and I know because last year we sent out physical tickets, and so for me to get there addresses to send those physical tickets to, yeah. I knew that people were coming far and wide, I knew that people were coming from Canada and America and all over the place <coughs> uh, from some of these organisations um, this year obviously we did the um, we did the e-tickets and the emails so I'm a little bit more blind to that but we know from talking to people that people came from a lot more countries right.
1: like, I love it, so, every year and you, you guys I don't know, you have this on the I get it every time, the number of people that say to you it's Russia, really in Europe yeah. <laughs>
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> education. Well, but yes, to yes, yes, well, the countries that do try and um, nominate
1: themselves. Yeah. yeah. So my um, God, nominations of troops, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's called the European Contact Central and Customer Service Awards. But how many nominations did we get from South Africa yeah. and India? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: yeah? Yeah. So I assume then, given that you're not going to go down the Eurovision route that also has, like, Israel... And Australia <laughs> entered um,
3: I never want to give a nil point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could get a voiceover. Um, someone, is it Graham Norton does it um, Maybe, yeah. we'll stick with Alan oh, Dedicate, yeah, thank yeah. you for yeah. us. <laughs> um, so to, to go back then again for people that are listening that might not have been through um, the process where does the judging process start what, if I'm coming from a company, what, what happens? What do I do? It starts online. Um,
2: the, the very first start uh, starting point is people will go online, they'll register, um, and then they are present. They'll go and choose which category or categories they want to enter, and then they just um, go through a series of really simple questions, and it's it's trying to encourage them to tell their story. As anne talked about earlier, it's about trying to pull out their story, and um, Once they've done that, they can go back and edit it as long as they've submitted it before the deadline. um, And we never extend our deadlines. Um, We're quite clear on that. Never extend our deadlines. They submit it. Um, And then that entry then goes to a panel of judges um, who then go through that. And it's... As much as as a marketer, I like to think, oh, please do present a really well-written entry. Please make sure we'll that it's really habits. easy to read. You've got some great KPIs in there. You, you're pulling out this stuff. Yes, that really helps. Um, but it's not everything. Um, the judges have been doing this. The lead judges have been doing this a long time. They can see, they can spot um, in those entries what's what's real potential. Um, and, and that's then when we get the finalists, which then... Uh, depending on which uh, category they uh, are in, will either get a panel um, presentation where they'll present um, in London, or they'll get a site visit. And Jackie, over to you on the panel presentation. So yeah. that's the
0: distinction, is it? The category then determines...
2: Category. It does, yeah. yeah.
1: So, oh, okay. so if it's um, contact centre of the year, or great place to work... We go and do a site visit. You want to see it? Yeah, I think with those two categories, you've got to really be able to kick the tyres, mm-hmm. meet the people, look in the whites of their eyes, ask them questions. You've got to yeah. feel it. You've got you've to, got to it. It. You've got to touch it. You've yeah. got to, yeah.
3: I mean, at that point, that is probably the most stressful point of the process for me.
1: Really? The whole
3: when, thing? When, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. When we get to that part of... Um, <coughs> it's gone through the online mm-hmm. judging um, process and we now have got... A list of finalists, um, and at that point I split it into into two two big jigsaws. I always call it. So my first jigsaw is the panel judging timetable. So you know, as I said before, that's what like fifteen days, three weeks in London, two rooms, eight judges in each room. So I've got, so I've got a spreadsheet with all the judges on, and I've written to everybody and said, "What can you do this year? Do you want to help this year, etc." So I've got a list of all the judges that have said they'll help me. Will they do panel judging? Will they do UK visits? Will they do European visits, etc.? Then you've got all the people that you know you need to invite to panel. So you're slotting them into the timetable and you start off with a perfect timetable, you know, all one category, one day with the perfect set of judges to go with it. And then, you know... Herding caps. (laughs) Yeah, and then you start to send it out and people go oh, but I'm on holiday that day and I really want to be there to present or, you know, we're coming from Russia, can we do all ours over two days or, you know, I'm from Spain and can we come that day? It's a national holiday here and whatever. So there's a lot of swapping and changing that's going on. So with that huge jigsaw, the other jigsaw, which is, I don't know, even bigger, um, is we now know that we've got all these companies that we need to go visit and we know where they are. And then I've got a bunch of lead judges that have said that they will go to those places. So now the first thing is matching up those judges with that visit. So, you know, will you go to X, Y, and Z, and And so the lead judge is brilliant. And, and they'll say nine out of 10 because we've given a lot of thought as to. And don't forget, we've got to avoid conflicts of interest. So yeah. if there's any association, either by industry or by, you know, because they're, they're nominated in that category themselves, well, because sometimes I'll go, oh, I've got the perfect answer here. They can go there. And then they go. Oh no, they can't because they, they were not year or they're a competitor yeah. or whatever.
0: And of course, you won't know because I've seen this in action. You, you're, you're always. This is kind of like the analogy of the calm swan. Yeah. It, underneath, because you won't know every single judge's no. entire backstory. No. Where they go, oh. Five years ago, I used to work with... That's exactly it. yeah, and, and we know it's a small world. And they're having to... With our community. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, Sometimes I used
3: That happens. Mm-hmm. I need to come out with this one. I used to, whatever, work with that person. And it wasn't the same organisation or whatever. But, but, yeah, so with the visits kind of thing. So then you, you match up a lead judge with a visit. And guess what? Now I need some support judges to go with that lead judge. And then when you've got the team together, they then need to agree a date. And then it can all change again. Because... Sometimes I get them back and say, "We just can't make this date work. So you need to give it to another judging team." And those are the worst emails to get. Like, oh, it's quite practice. hard, isn't it? yeah. It so, and hard. then there's another layer on top because with both of those processes, we invite sponsors if they want to observe any of that judging. So then there's another layer of communication to say, you know, which of these do you want to go to, and this is when they're happening, and we link them up with the lead judge and, and all of that. But yeah, I mean, for, so that's my, that is a, you know, that is a real massive piece of work for me. And again, going back to, you know, we talk about the dinner. Um, the dinner is massively important. Of course it is. But for me, it's massively important that we get every bit this right. This bit, talking about now with the judging, I want to get absolutely spot
2: on. And um, with your, the judges, when you're building out those team judges, one of the things um, now, because we are European, um, it's making sure that we recognise the, the differences yeah. um, as well as the, the similarities and therefore um, on, on that layer is finding judges that um, are from in-country so that they can apply that, um, that level of calibration.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're fortunate because, of course, we've got contact with different similar associations across Europe. So we connect with some of those guys and they've been really helpful in terms of, you know, perhaps going along mm. with the judges um, and, you know, sometimes it babysitting them or sometimes it's actually being a judge themselves. Mm. Um, I guess from a judging perspective, <clears throat> I know that I'm involved in the panel judging, but I'm not involved in all those logistics. Thank goodness Jackie's got that job now. Um, I get the nice side of it, really. So um, I, I get to do a lot of the site visits, which is great. Um and that's, you know, if all the organising's been done, handed over, that's fantastic. So we get to go and do um, you know, half day site visits. they about, actually, last about five hours where we'll go in. And yeah,
0: we're back. Well, Tech Season's here, folks, and you know. Hi there. Whoa, where'd you come from?
1: April here to
3: tell you about the tax filing software from TaxAct.
0: Seriously, were you like hiding behind my desk?
3: Seriously. TaxAct makes it easy to get your maximum refund.
0: Well, you heard it here first, folks.
3: Switch to TaxAct today and you can start for free.
0: Or as we say in Land.
3: (laughs) Subtle. TaxAct. File for
1: less and get more. See TaxAct.com for details. Um, with a pack, quite a robust judging pack in terms of specific things that we're looking for and how they benchmark against that. Um, we'll get presentations, we'll have a tour of the operation. And we always have an hour where we sit and talk to the frontline teams. So we'll just say leave us to it, we're on the floor and we pull up a chair and we just chat to the guys on the front line, which is great. Mm. Um, and you know back to Lee's point, culturally things are quite different. So you go into some countries well, they'll go. Oh, yeah, but legally here contracts are different. Legally here, you you know have to provide transport to and from yeah. work. You have to provide teas, coffees. You have to provide lunches. You have to provide childcare. All those things. So we've kind of got to take all that and present a level playing field mm-hmm. against that judging pack, which mm-hmm. causes a bit of angst with some of the judges. Actually, they'll see something and go, "Wow, that's absolutely amazing!" And yeah. we we'll go, Mm-mm, "It's a legal requirement mm-hmm. over there." So how do you factor that in? It's it's not straightforward. Again, I think it's about just good
0: judgment. I think good that, calibration. And this is something that I, I think is specific to the Xs and is is totally fascinating. If I if I was running an organisation and wanted to benefit from the fact that you've been running this process and getting that kind of benchmarking, you put in you put in a nomination because there's you will get to have seen things over the, these last five years that you've been responsible for it that no one else ever would yeah because that's one of the things that I found fascinating seeing um, whether it's a Turkish entry a Russian entry you're never going to get to see that and no. you've you collate all of that information yeah. calibrate it all and use that to determine who who's done well and and that kind of Gaining that feedback is in, is invaluable. It's
1: quite unique. We're very lucky. Yeah, you know, we're very fortunate to step into some of those organisations and understand those differences and those similarities. And you do you do feel like you know it's and I
3: it's think, think that's, great that's, that's to be able why, to do that. Yeah, and that's why the judges love it, and that's why the judges uh, will come back year after year for it. You know, if possible, if work commitments allow them to, because. Um, you know, whilst those judges are giving up their time for us, and we massively appreciate that, the judges are all, are all walking away with so many new ideas and opening the minds to lots of other stuff. And that's that's the judges that you know we had judges this year that did it for the first time. And again, it was like oh, wow, just absolutely, please, can I come again, you know, and that's whether they go on visits or whether they come to panel. And let's face it, you you know, you've observed panel for the day, and it's a tough gig. Yeah. I want my panel judges there at half eight in the morning for a briefing, and then literally in that room, nine o'clock till one o'clock, break for lunch, two o'clock, sometimes there till six o'clock at night, and, and on the hour, turning round then 20-minute presentation, 20 minutes Q&A, 20 minutes to go to the loo, collaborate, write up your notes, grab a coffee. It's a tough gig,
0: yeah,
2: but they
3: love it. And, and it's, I mean, it's worth it because the quality that
2: we get um, and the recognition of, of the winners, bronze, silver and gold, yeah. um, is absolutely worth it. Yeah,
3: And I think sometimes the organisations worry a bit about that, like, oh, we've got the afternoon slot or, oh gosh, it's four o'clock and da-da. I'm like, yeah, the judges are fine. You know, yeah. don't don't forget. I've given them plenty of coffee and stodge and treats <laughs> and things throughout the day. But seriously, they and I hope that you would um, sort of agree with me here, Martin. But I think from a judge's perspective, especially with the Europeans, because each presentation is so different and so unique, it's like, oh wow, you kind of sat up in your chair straight away because it's like, what am I getting now?
0: hundred you know, I think the just the whole process that you've put together you want to, and hopefully this podcast in a small way will, will do that, you, it would instantly address and knock out the park any cynicism about awards because that kind of the process protecting the integrity is at the heart of what you do. And this thing about continual improvement, one of the things I noticed this year was the content that is available for people to benefit from those that have been before them So, how to write, uh, how to write their nomination? How, even for judges, how to judge? You've got, you've done it all this year, haven't you? There's a lot more.
3: Yeah, again, you know, for for potential nominees, nominators, etc., we do a toolkit. Um, You know, I would encourage everyone to download the toolkit and use it. I would encourage everyone to listen to the webinar. You know, why wouldn't you? If you're putting an entry in and you're serious about winning. Mm. You know, why wouldn't you take advantage of all the help that we're giving you? And um, we interview
2: judges as well.
3: We interview judges, what judges are looking for. We do blogs. We do all kinds of things, don't we, to, to try and help people. Um, I think,
1: you know, somebody said earlier, well, why, why is it good? Why why does it work? And we've reflected on this quite a lot. And I think, you know, we can't forget, we've been doing award for 25 years. Do you know, we know what we're doing. yeah. Now, I'm not saying we're perfect and every other awards program is rubbish, because that's not true. There's a lot of really good award programmes out there. And I would encourage anyone to take part in any of the award programmes. There's some in a really good one. It's a great thing to recognise your people, whether it's our programme or, or somebody else's. Um but I do think we we care massively about it. It means it means a lot to us that people have a good experience, whether they win or whether they they lose. It, it, it matters to us, but um, you know, I'm not not saying we're perfect. God knows, you know. Go back to the lessons
0: learnt list. Less. We know we're not perfect, <laughs> but um, well, that's why like for the nominations, it sounds clear, but it's so true. It's you either win or you learn. Yeah, and that and that's the whole thing. Because if you've gone in, if you've entered into this, yeah, you will have learned something. Yes, by going into it properly. Of course, yeah. I and mean, you've got to have the right attitude. Yeah,
1: Do you know, not everybody asks for feedback. Now, I found that bizarre, that they go to the trouble of taking part, they come, they're all excited, and then when they don't get placed, you know, as we said earlier, there's more people don't get placed than do. Of course, yeah. You know, you would want them to ask for feedback, mm. because it's it's there, it's mm. well documented. We say on every single judging session, what are the three things, Jackie? We say, what was, what was great about this? What were the development areas? And what three piece three of advice, advice would you give these nominees, yeah. uh, these finalists? Yeah. It's really, really helpful. So, you know, it's there. We actively ask for people, you know, we've got the feedback, come and ask for it. Um, and we've had companies that have done a really good job, actually, of saying, "Cracking." Mm, cracky, we didn't win anything this year. I won't name them, but I can think of a particular company. They walked away with gold this year. We didn't get anything last year. But they did ask for the feedback. They did take it seriously. They didn't just tweak their nomination. <laughs> yeah. They went back and they did something Put differently. Gears on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lipstick on a pig and all of that. They went back and they changed what they were doing in the workplace mm. because they they didn't realise it was a gap because they've got not they haven't got that external view.
0: Yeah. And we
1: gave them that external view and said, You've got a gap there, they went back and they fixed it.
0: Even if you utilise networking type organisations or whatever, there is still an element that everyone is in our industry so busy operationally challenged, wanting to be creative and yeah. innovative, it's quite hard to look up and yeah. look around and go, because yeah. your own story is so special yes. to you and your people and you're invested in it emotionally. You know, and then to have somebody go, yeah, that's great. However, that's right. there's it's two other companies here that have done something phenomenal. That's, yeah. Kind of but it, I think it? it's the it's learning then that, yeah. it
2: is, it, that you get from that, being able to, and this year one of the things that we tried for the first time and we feel that it worked, was when the winners were announced um, Alan Dedico said a few words about why they won yeah, and nice. and hopefully people are hearing that mm-hmm. and we will share more of that over the coming weeks And and I, so therefore I think the learning is there whether you, you won bronze over gold or whether you didn't and um, and, and so yeah, for me I think it's a um, it's it's then looking at well what do you then go back into your business and celebrate? Do <coughs> you celebrate the fact that um, you're a finalist? The fact that you're a finalist at these awards is already something to yeah. celebrate. Yeah. Um and 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 then you've got that constructive feedback to be able to do something about that gap. Um, but We've seen it on social media, and we've seen cakes being made with um, sharing the fact that they're winners, um, all the social media stuff. But um, for me, it's then looking at how are these organizations that have won bronze and gold, how are they going back into the business? And um, I heard one uh, organization say that they had uh, an email from their CEO saying congratulations. So the the benefit of um, suddenly the contact center has got a little bit more
3: Um, noise about it I think as well sometimes I hear people at panel judging that have you know it's a 20 minute presentation and it's a 20 minutes Q&A and and there's a lot of work gone into that 20 minute presentation and um, the presenters sometimes say to me that it's been good just to do this just Mm. to stop reflect and think actually look what we've done look what we have achieved look where we're going Um, and sometimes I say to them have you presented this internally Mm. You know, why not that's use it point. as a presenter internally to let all your own, you know, you've, you've put all this work in to present to four or five judges for these awards, but use that debt, go back and tell all your people about this brilliant work that you're doing as well. And sometimes they have and sometimes they haven't. Well, that's um,
0: excellent, because mm. the complexity of what people are sometimes trying to portray over, they might be talking about a project that's taken two years or something, involves lots of people, to your point, condensing that down to 20 minutes minutes when you take out introduction add in nerves yes they don't actually have that long do they so that's a great point how many people say that they have done that all that they. minority or majority minority definitely
2: minority and i think that that actually is another thing for our lessons learned jackie i think we (laughs) (laughs) i think we can actually give um give people some help with how to use the experience not just how to go through the experience but how to use it mm-hmm. in terms of um using that feedback from mm-hmm. the judging um using the presentations using the fact that you're a finalist using mm-hmm. the fact that you won i think
1: we can give we can help organizations well what we will do at our next meeting is to talk about <clears throat> pulling some of the winners together so we'll do an event where we get some of the winners to present mm-hmm. um, and we'll, we'll probably do that in London, I think, about March, April time. Um, so we'll get, I don't know, maybe five or six winners from some good categories. mix of organisations and get them to talk through their story. I think that would be really helpful. There will all good categories. They're all good categories. Edit that bit out, Martin. <laughs> and I've Four already days. had people that have said,
3: um, that have written to me and said, we would be happy to share our story. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, which is brilliant. And, and again, I know Lee just touched on the, the winner's commentary, as we called it, as people were walking up to the stage this year. And um, I felt that that was really valuable because sometimes just the name of an organisation, if you say on the winner is X, you know, people don't know what X is sometimes. So to be able to say who that company are, where they're based, what they, what, do they do. Is what they did to win
1: mm-hmm.
3: was just brilliant, mm-hmm.
1: you know? Um, the category that I find the hardest <clears throat> is the um, giving something back. Yeah. Because, you know, you have eight finalists and they're all doing something, you know, with community or charity, above and beyond the day job. It's really hard, isn't it, to say you've got gold, silver and bronze and then you've got five that didn't win anything. Breaks my heart, yeah. heart, because some of them have some amazing stories. You want to give them all
2: well, if, And if you think about where that
1: came from, three years ago when you went to
2: Greece? Turkey. Turkey. yeah, And we had that amazing yeah. e- a point in the evening yeah. where you presented a surprise award
0: yeah. The work that that organisation was doing. We're doing, saving lives. Yeah. What's your main KPI? Saving lives. Yeah. God, that was a bit emotional. wasn't it? Well, so the, this is my favourite category <laughs> as well, but it just gives that. me it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. The whole the whole. Yeah. Um, to your <coughs> point, how do you differentiate um, between the two? Because I think it's something that. People come People come, and they are so proud of what they've done yeah. for their local community yeah. or for people that need help, to, you know, volunteering. And our industry is great at it. It's amazing. Our yeah. industry,
1: you know, you're so proud, aren't you, of, of the amount of charity work and community work that goes on in our industry. I don't know another industry like it, mm. you know, we're, we're just fantastic at it. So I find it quite hard, actually, to do the finalists for
0: that category and then pick the winners. Um, it's quite tough.
1: You know, it's tough so, on for the
0: churches, and sometimes, though, I think people realize that there there are some kind of like, Hayes Comet type entries that yeah. are just yeah. so unique and of their moment
1: yeah
0: that you know what if you come up against that and you've still done something great to yeah. your point
1: yeah, yeah. Who, needs a, who needs a medal
0: yeah whether because yeah. you, you can yeah. see it in yeah. your community but everyone still wants they want they want that you're yeah. in a competition because you want to win it yeah. You know, yes. And but it's it's a tough one. That that's that's a tough category. Isn't it? I don't envy. You. Well, it actually it makes me wonder. Then, um, so you've done judging. What's the what is that kind of collation, deliberation, calibration? Sound <laughs> like Roy Castle. Um, <laughs> well, what, what's that part? You Showing like? your age there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
1: um, it 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 varies depending on on the process. So panel judging um, will be the, the panel themselves. So they'll... they'll uh, yeah, underscoring. Yeah, they'll, they'll um, share their thoughts and challenge each other. Um, and I oversee that. So um, sometimes they'll call me in. They'll go, we need Anne-Marie in here. We're not sure. We need some clarity. Um, and sometimes, I'm, if I know it's particularly particular I'll go in and kick their tyres and say, have you looked at that? What about that? Um, and then, you know... Hopefully I find that valuable. Um, and then some some of them actually, when I'm sat going through the, sc- the scores, if I spot something that's not quite right, okay, so for instance, let's say we've got four judges and their scoring isn't consistent. Mm. You know, so maybe out of 60, somebody's got 59, somebody's scored 32. Mm. I'm going, right, what's gone wrong? What did they say? So I'll get on the phone and I'll get a call going with them to mm. say, look, I, I, I've looked at the facts, I've got the data, and I've got your score. Tell me how come you've scored them 50 and another judge has scored them 30. And we'll talk it through. So that calibration goes on. I quite enjoy sticking my nose in on that bit, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can stand back. I'm not caught up in the moment. I can stand back. I can look at the at yeah. I can look at the data that, that has been sent to support it. Um, you know, Maybe some knowledge of that organisation. But that, that's my job to go, hang on a minute. Why did you score it? What was your rationale? Um, I take the emotion away from it, because sometimes you know a judge might get dazzled by a wonderful presenter, um, and I'll, I'll go back to what's the facts, what's the outputs. Mm-hmm. It's always about the outputs, it's not it's not about the inputs. Mm-hmm. What did they achieve? How did how did they do it? Um, so, yeah, I love that bit. I love the I love the calibration.
3: I know myself that you know when when I've observed judging, if, if somebody doesn't put something in the presentation that's really valid and it only comes out in the Q&A section, you almost want to mark people down. You didn't tell me, I had to ask, I thing, but actually it's not about that at all. We always say to the judges in that judge's brief at the beginning of the morning, don't judge on the presentation skills, judge on story, judge, no. judge on, you know. And um, and so, it, it is. Good people get nervous. Yeah. Do you know, people
1: mm. genuinely. Ma- the more it matters, the more nervous they get. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they get a bit tongue twisted. And frankly, sometimes they're stood there with a translator. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the Russians brought a translator with them, did yeah. a yeah. simultaneous translation. And, yeah. You know, you've got, to, you've got to take that into account, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. So, one, there was mm. the, um, so there were five Russian ladies one, she was extremely young and she was the one that spoke English all the way through and had her four colleagues contributing commentary to help her along the way and then she did one in the morning and then one in the afternoon. What a phenomenal person. You know, just to come in do it in another language to demonstrate what they've done so eloquently, it was just, it was, it was fantastic. Fantastic. However, you then still go to what are you actually telling us? Because that's one part of it. Yeah. What, what are you actually telling It's a real privilege, I mean, the whole thing.
3: They loved it on the night as well, you know, just going back to some of these people that come. They, they've not been to England before. They've not been out of their country before. You know, they've not been to, to, to London, et cetera. And so, And so they may have been to the panel or they may have then just come to dinner for the first time, whatever. Um, but, you know, just to see that kind of in their eyes is, is just lovely really
0: lovely. What would you say then for each, so there's different groups, let's say someone, what would you say to people who might have won this year in terms of coming up to next year?
1: Mm, Well, I'd say you don't have to take part every year. So, you know, you do get some companies that go a bit award happy and they think they've got to take part every year. Do you know if you've not done something special or different or transformational, give yourself a give yourself a gap. you know, you don't need to take part every
2: year. I remember um, years ago judging on the awards and um, the opening gambit during uh, panel judging from this one guy was, well, I won it last year, so I want to win it again this year. Um, Unfortunately, he hadn't changed anything in his organisation and still hoped to win. So I think um, if you've won it this year... It's it's just having a new look at it, a new look at what you're your doing. Story? It might be a different category. Yeah. What else are you working on? What's and do you think
0: it opens the door then for the org, like to your point earlier about the organisation having a better appreciation of what the contact centre is so, possible of?
1: So I think what it, it,
0: might it does. Another category is what I mean. They yeah, go, yeah, maybe. I, I think
1: I think what it does when they win an award is it gives the contact centre a voice. That's the most important thing, yeah? So suddenly, you've got the CEO going, they they did what they they want. And they've got this credibility there, and the rest of the organisation may listen to them a bit more. That's really, really important. And if they're they're smart about it, they use the award internally to make sure that they have got a voice and they are listened to. I think that's that's really important and sometimes gets overlooked.
0: And you've already mentioned those people that may have... Who have come back in history and gone? Yeah. Well, we didn't get, we didn't, we got bronze or silver. We've come back and we've got gold. And they haven't just repeated it. They've, they've done. Yeah,
1: it's the...
0: not, it's not about the award. It's got to be about the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we nearly got through the whole
1: podcast without saying journey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's not just about rocking up, presenting, winning an award, going back to normal. You've got a story to tell. You've delivered something. You've made a difference, and you're you or your team or your company is a role model for the for others um, so you've got to be doing good stuff and doing it all the time that others can learn from and it's you know that last question on the back of, on the bottom of every judging pack is this organization is this team helping to raise standards mm-hmm. in our industry that's the killer question yeah 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 um, so it's, it's it's not just well we've got a gap in the trophy. Cabinet, <laughs> yeah. and we need to fill it yeah. because then that's just you know.
0: Are you are you hoping to continually improve yeah. the standards? Yeah. Do you of deserve a recognition, frankly. Yeah. Yeah, do I, it.
3: I think to Lee's point, those companies that have won year after year, and I, I can think of one organisation, um, you know, that have won multiple years, is they they've carried on to evolve. They've carried on to push the envelope, as we said before, and you know they've they've really done even better stuff. In the last twelve
2: months, Um, and they keep
3: asking for feedback. And they keep asking feedback, and they keep changing and keep
0: evolving. Right. So now coming back to the night, I think there's a question that um, I know people would want me to ask because it was asked at the table and during the night at the bar. It it starts with, "I wonder who the celebrity is this year." So, what is that process like for you guys?
1: Choosing the celebrity. Yes. It pro- oh, it's a nightmare, to be honest with I you. I imagine
0: you spinning a wheel. Just
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> we all have lots oh of ideas. Oh, my God. Lots of people uh, make suggestions. And, do um, they really? Yeah, they do, actually. And it's usually somebody like David Beckham or Barack Obama. And they're like, how big do you <laughs> think our budget is? Um, it, do- it, it, it is important to get it right. If you think about it, it's European awards. So you've got to get somebody that people do recognise um, my no-no is we will not have comics, ever We'll never have a comedian up there I think my experience of comedians at award events Is they're disrespectful And I don't want them to be disrespectful to this audience So we never have a comedian But we have a lot of debate I can't remember half the names we, we came up with And we, we'll you know, sometimes,
3: she'll send an email out to the wider team You know, where the list of names are Yeah And and that's quite funny, really, some of the responses you get. And obviously, you know, some of the people have got to Google that person, well, well, that's a no name straight away. uh, Who are they? Well, I look them (coughs) up and, you
1: know. It is, because there's different age groups and um, genders and whatnot, and so you're quite right. Some will go, who? Never heard of them. But this must apply Um, to a
0: lot of what you do. You can't please all of the people all the time, right?
2: Yeah, true. But I I think there's a, a fundamental of this celebrity is that it's not just any celebrity. Um, we, we have Fiona, who's just phenomenal at hosting the awards. Um, she gets it. She's our resident host. Um, and she's so respectful, to anne point, about the industry. Um, so when looking at, well, who, who is actually going to, to compliment her? Ah. Um, and it has to be, therefore, something quite different, quite quite unique. And therefore, a legend is, and that's kind of the phrase that we've coined this year. Is is it's a legend? It has to be a legend that is recognised globally and um, and has the respect, therefore, of everybody in the room, even if you haven't heard of them. Um, and that's where <laughs> that's where the debate <coughs> then then starts to get more difficult. Is yeah, to well, who do you put in that? Part? I mean, last year we had Ronald Fines, yeah. um, who who I googled. Um, but my God, he was a legend. And um, yeah. I, I remember Fiona Bruce is just blown away by every legend. Every time she finds out who it is and she comes and meets them, she's, she's just blown away. She's she like, wants wow. to selfie with them. She does, she wants to selfie. <laughs> she wants to interview them longer. She interviews them before going on stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a lovely, lovely moment
3: this year where when um, Fiona arrived and she was sat in the green room with Frank, and they were just both in awe of each other. Really, but Fiona yeah. was like, "I've not met you before. This is this is amazing." And he was like, "I've not met you before." <laughs> and it was just we were stood there, kind of like it was just it was just a real moment, wasn't it? And uh, you know, and, and she said to him, you know, for somebody with your career, your hands are really nice. And she kind of oh, that's right. She did She noticed it, She them gets this, you know. And yeah. it was
1: just it was really was lovely. Fun. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, actually, because this is going to sound very unlike me um, because I plan everything to death. But for both the charity and the celebrity, this year I feel like they found us. So um, we really struggled with celebrity. Loads and loads of names were going backwards and forwards. I think we were driving the agent mad. Um, but I was sure that we wanted to focus on diversity and inclusion on the night. And then sat reading the Sunday papers, opened magazine, and there was an interview with Frank Bruno, mm. and just connecting mm. and kind of going, "That's it, we have to have, we have to have Frank, yeah. Frank Bruno there." And the charity, if you remember, guys, we spent a long time talking mm. about the charity as well because we always like to choose a small charity that we can have a big impact on, yeah. but again, that somebody fits with that kind of theme. We had Junior Diabetes Research last year. This year we wanted to go down the mental health route, but we struggled to just connect with a particular yeah. charity, and and then you know a, a situation arose and, and this charity came to the fore um, through through you know somebody's personal situation, and um, and we decided to support uh, Papyrus. I think that's, that's the way Iris, you pronounce it. Isn't Iris. it? Iris. Yeah, can't pronounce it, but raise some money, <laughs> um, which is um, uh, focused on young suicides. No. And um, and and instantly, we knew it was right. Yeah. And it was. It was absolutely right. And we know that because of the generosity of the audience. And, you know, was Frank right? You're never sure. Yeah. You're never sure until that moment. I mean, Ranulph Fines last year, we just weren't sure. I mean, you know, really, five minutes before he went on the stage, we just weren't sure if it was going to work. And it was awesome. Yeah. And Frank Bruno, I think, was pretty much the same this year. And the minute he started
0: walking down that red carpet. Oh, the, the, oh I, I think the it was engine, almost before we wow. started walking yeah. down the red carpet. Wow. I call it a ring walk. That just uh yeah. it, was, yeah.
1: it. was absolutely it was amazing. amazing. It was, it was quite emotional. 1,300 thing. people yeah. stood on their feet chanting, Bruno, Bruno. Bruno. Wow. And we were like,
0: we did it. We you know, I couldn't talk I for it. hours. I was, I was got I've watched nice the back. clips
2: that have been shared on social media several times because it just brings yeah, that feeling strong. back, That's, yeah. that goosebump yeah. Yeah. feeling. No, I, I, think you
0: hit the, I think you hit the nail on the head because there's a gut. It's a really nice way you summarised that, actually. It's a legend that is going to have, even if you don't necessarily know who it is, a very quick search and you go, wow, okay. Wow, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And okay. it isn't just his sporting achievements. No, it's, it's his mental his, health. To values. be at the pinnacle of and then to talk openly the lives that he's influenced from a mental health point of view Mm, is humbling. You know, it's one of the things that I always think you guys have got absolutely spot on year on year on year, not just the relationship with Fiona, but I can show my football team, my wider family, a picture of the night, and they will go, Frank Bruno and Fiona (laughs) (laughs) Bruno. (laughs) <laughs> were, at, we're hosting your awards. And wow, I thought, do you yeah, know what? Yeah. I think it's great for our industry. I, re, I really genuinely do. You guys and these awards help us to break down some of these easy perceptions that people may have. Yeah. Because they, they were genuinely going, have you photoshopped that? Well, Are these cardboard cutouts? And I'm I don't, like, know, I don't know
3: whether you saw or you spotted, Martin, that Frank Bruno actually retweeted some of the stuff next day and he was yeah. genuinely uh, I think he was like you know thank you so much for the welcome tonight guys because he got that warmth in the room and you know he obviously was touched by the night which was brilliant for us and and again you know one of my reflections of the evening um because it's a it's a funny one for us you know because I don't know about Maria, but pe- people say to me, "Oh, are you excited about tomorrow night? Oh, have a great night." I get texts on the day going, "Have a great night, enjoy yourself," you oh. know. And I'm like, "No, that's the wrong word." You know, I, I was an absolute bag of nerves this year. I struggled with nerves and anxiety like I've never struggled before with the uh, with the awards. Because was it because it was more people than ever? Was it because we needed to live up to last year's expectation? I don't know what it was, but this year it kind of really kicked in with me. So the word I always use is nervited. You know, we're nervous, but we're excited and we're looking forward to it. And Anne-Marie said to me in the morning, last Tuesday morning, she said, we are going to enjoy it, Jackie. We are going to sit back. We're going to take our time. We are going, we need to take time to enjoy it tonight. We've worked so hard yeah. and we're going to enjoy it. And there's a few moments in the night where I can absolutely go, I really enjoyed that moment. And one of them was beforehand um on the mezzanine, when um, Frank, Bruno and Fiona had met some of the sponsors and people beforehand and before the big reveal. And the way that the Mezzanine was set out this year was uh, Frank could actually look at the big room and look at the stage and look what he was kind of going into Mm -hmm. before he went into it. It was really nice because, you know, when I went on the stage to present that last but one award, you just, all you can see is a, his lights in your eyes. You can't really see the audience. You can't really see whatever. And so for me, again, and when you think about Frank and some of his feelings and thoughts and Mm -hmm. issues, for him, I thought it was lovely that we gave him that opportunity to go, this is what you've come to. This is what we're asking you to. So he saw it. Nobody saw him. It didn't ruin his prize. Nobody saw him. But he got to see that room. And, And then when he walked up that carpet and got that warmth and that, you know, I'm oh, it's right. amazing, yeah. My yeah. surreal yeah. moment,
1: actually, which I, I'd completely forgot about, but this is so surreal. So I'm stood on the mezzanine. I've got Fiona Bruce to my right. I've got Frank Bruno to my left. And the three of us are dancing to YMCA. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and your brother Where's with me, <laughs> yeah. How How mad is that? It's one of those songs... They said that We're going to play YMCA, and we're like, Oh, oh no, no that's so cheesy. <laughs> but actually, everybody was up.
0: Well, it was part of the
1: fame set, wasn't it? Wasn't it wasn't, they, they did a the whole
0: fame set. It part of the, disco the New game. York thing. I yeah. just think it's really, I think it's lovely it that so you, funny. you make this point of like taking these like mental pictures because otherwise, you kind of just blitz through the night yeah. because you're all yeah. thinking. Well, we're going to start again soon, to your yeah, point right at the yeah, start. Yeah, yeah.
2: well, Why MCA were those two? <laughs> I think there's... Um, I mean, we, we go into the detail of that evening down to literally every minute. Um, Jackie puts together the running order that is every minute from, from 6 o'clock in the morning until um, 1 o'clock carriages and a little bit after, um, down to the minute. And yet there were still some things that... Even we were quite pleased. I mean, okay, even um, Frank's entry kind of that we kind of knew how, what how that was going to work, but we didn't know how it was going to feel. Um, and it was better. And it was better. But for me, the the other surprise for me, the bit that I actually wasn't so aware of, was when the veil dropped after The Greatest Showman, um, and everybody was in the bar, and then we walked through into the into the main dining room, and we had the guy singing live. On on the stage singing New York, New York, um, and that for me was a was a real goosebump moment, um, and it was almost surpassed then because of Frank's entrance. But yeah. but at that moment in the evening, yeah. that wow. people were already absolutely blown away, um, yeah. and oh, that sounded yeah. like Boobla on stage, and, and it was <laughs> it was very good,
1: wasn't it? And, yeah. and it's
2: one of the I think yeah. this year we um, we had a number of. Outstanding moments, yeah. Um, that just then, just to pass the next, pass that next. we
3: haven't seen coming, you know. So such as that, that YMCA. They, we we we've, we've been told the <laughs> end, we've been told the entertainment <laughs> was
2: up, we've you been know, told like, entertainment, <laughs>
3: well, we've been told the entertainment was fame. We knew it was some point during <laughs> the dinner. Um, you know, would we have thought the YMCA fitted with the Exabon? Probably. Uh, that would have been one of those ambie faces, i tell you now. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. but actually what happened was all the audience got up and started yeah. joining in at the table. So this is pre-award ceremony. Everybody yeah. was really kind of up
1: for it and in the mood. And, yeah. and it was just it was it was a great atmosphere. Great year.
2: atmosphere. It was yeah. a really yeah. great. I yeah. it was always great atmosphere.
1: But the, yeah. other thing, the other thing as well, I guess, to be mindful of is we're a really small team. Well, how, I was going to know, so you have got, obviously there's us three that are totally focused on it, but then you've got Amy that does a lot of the admin support. We, we pull the wider CCMA team in on the night. Sarah does a lot of the judging um, visits for us mm-hmm. as well. Sarah's membership director. We've got um, Helen, we've got Colette, we've got Milena. That's it. We, we are a small team. And I think at the end of the night and even the next day, we're going, Oh, we didn't do bad, did we? You know, because everybody thinks we've got an army, yeah. a team. And actually, we just have quite a lot of helpers. We have a lot of
2: people on the night. Yeah, uh, a lot of people that help need, us on the
1: night. Yeah, we need bodies, we need resources. we do not strangers. We don't we need strangers. strangers. We, we, you know, we use people yeah. that we know from our community that want to help and take part. Like I said, there's a, a few, nieces, there's few nieces nieces and nephews <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> running around doing things. Sense? Um but we're a small team, we don't do bad do we for a small team.
0: You do great. You do great. Hmm. If you could um, summarise what the awards mean to you all individually in one word, what would it be? A very sore throat
1: once a year. Oh gosh.
0: It's hard one
1: that isn't. It? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think um, just phenomenal really and for me um, like i say in the run up to it you put so much hard work into it and um and you know you're nervous nervited, whatever anxious whatever the words be good are word. Nervited, yeah and then you have the night and then i don't know since the awards this week um i mean i text these guys on the train on the way home and said i've just completely welled up i just felt my eyes watering on the way home and i was like and I, and what was that was that Did you- was that pride. exhaustion, relief, yeah, all pride, memories, yeah. you know, yeah. just completely. And then you kind of feel like, gosh, are oh, you on a bit of a low because it's all over now? Because you, you kind of, you can't wait to get your life back for a while. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you're really sad that it's all over. It's a really weird, mm-hmm. it's a weird feeling um, in the run up to it and, and, and after it. i but described yeah. it as a bit
1: like a, bit like a marathon. Yeah. You're training and you training and you're training, yeah. you do the marathon. Yeah. But then you kinda of go, right, oh, I've got to start again now. Yeah. And that's a bit of the low. It's a bit like after somebody's wedding, isn't it? Really? Yeah. You do have yeah. a fancy l- do have a little bit of oh, gotta start again. Now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nervited, I go with Nervited Well I have to say YouTube just said the word that was the first word that came into my head was was pride. I'm so proud of the team to be able to put on a great show, great party. Um, but so proud of the people that have entered and won um, and and done some really brilliant things. I, it's just pride.
0: I think as, as one of the 1300 participants um, you guys did phenomenal and you should feel you should feel proud because you can how do you you manage to encapsulate on a scale of that size a, a real sense of warmth and community It was just such a wonderful evening. Where you felt like, even though the majority of people there you don't, you might not know, you, that you're amongst friends and that you're amongst this kind of supportive community, um, yeah. celebrating everything that's great. I mean, you did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. It's, it was amazing. So you love me well enough. You're well <laughs> up again. Um, well, Onwards to
2: next year, 20th well, yeah, so
0: anniversary. Before we before we get the uh, the tissues out again, because I'm trying to. <laughs> um, let, what's next then? So obviously you you kind of close so to starting in that
1: next year's the, next year we've got the twentieth year for the actors new decade. So um, yeah, I mean we've we've got our lessons learned documented there. We'll go through that first. Um, we've We've got the brand we've got the you know we've got next year's colours and brand colours, brand, theme the whole thing you know we'll start very high level and then we'll start to put the plan in place yeah Watch watch this
0: space upwards watch this space well I can't wait already and I'm sure I'll speak for everyone that attended and if if you didn't then hopefully from just doing this, people have got a sense of why it's so beneficial to be, to be involved in what are these seminal customer contact awards, not just for the UK, but for Europe. So, thank you very Lee, much. Jackie, Anne-Marie, thank you, and thanks on behalf of the industry.
1: Thank you. Thank, thank you. Me.
0: Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them that's what ebay motors 122 million parts are for think of it as your virtual parts garage they've always got the right fitment at the right prices use the ebay motors app or visit ebaymotors.com let's ride there's a monumental shift in power at work employees are speaking up turnover is rising salaries are increasing hiring is tough and burnout is real It's time to unleash growth. It's time to transform your HR from powerless to powerful. Join ADP on February the 23rd. Reserve your spot now.
2: Go to gettheplan.adp.com to register for the Work Interrupted Summit.